Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the huddle. That's right. Welcome back. If you forgot to move your clocks forward, this is now the second hour of the huddle. But if you missed the first hour, you can find our podcast up now on the free Odyssey app or whatever you get your podcast. We've been sharing some stories about Bud Grant passed away yesterday at the age of 95. We'll do some more of that later on in this hour when former Vikings tight end Stu Voigt joins us as well. But we'll depart from that for a moment and talk a little college hockey and high school hockey. Jess Myers writes for the Rink Live, joins us this morning. Good morning, Jess. I was uh, I, I, the most that I can keep getting from this Gopher hockey team, men's team, as as I continue to watch them. Is I I don't know if there's a team in college hockey that could truly beat them. They're just that has happened, but they're playing so well and everything seems to be coming together right now for them as they get ready to play for a Big Ten championship, but is there a team in the NCAA that, can, that that's going to really challenge them from a title at some point? Uh, uh, well, with that said, Dave, I think next Saturday will be a fantastic hockey game. I mean, Michigan yeah. has got a ton of talent. Um, I, I was jokingly saying that uh, Eric Portillo, Michigan's goalie, would be a perfect NHL goalie in about 1983. He's going to give up <laughs> about four goals a game. He doesn't care because his team's going to score, you know, seven, six, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's just the way Michigan plays. So, hey, if you want entertaining hockey, nobody's locking it down uh, n- next Saturday when they play for the Big Ten title. Um, but last night was a real test for this Gopher team because if there's one Achilles heel they've had this season, it's coming off of breaks. They have looked really yes. rusty um, when, when they've had a few weeks off or a few days off or whatever it is. You know, they last night, by the time the game started, 8 p.m. last night, it had been more than two weeks since they played a game. And there were some concerns about that. And first period, as, as Bob Mosco said there in the clip, they, they saw the rust. They got down one nothing, And then they found their legs. And, man, is this team fun to watch when they, when they start cranking it up. Uh, Michigan State's coach said before the game, he said, we, we know there's a storm coming. We have to be prepared to weather the storm. And, man, they, the, the storm raged and the Gophers kind of had their way after a slow start. Jess, you, you've watched a lot of hockey in your lifetime. Tell us a little bit about where does this Gopher team stand? Because we've talked about such the unbelievable scoring power that they do have and the talent that they've got. Where do you put them um, in, in, you know, in, in your record books as far as a team um, as of right now? 
Well, there's 102 Gopher teams if you go back in history. So I'll just rank them. Uh, we'll start with number 102. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> this, this is truly a championship caliber team. You know, they, they have five national championships in this program. Uh, I would think, you know, if things go right in the next five games, and, and to me that's crazy that there's five games at most left in this season if they get to the national championship game. But if, if things go right, I think this will be ranked truly as one of the great Gopher teams just because, as you talked about, Pete, there there's that offense, you know, those top two lines are as good as anybody's top two lines in the country, but it's easy to forget the fact that there are three guys playing defense on this team right now that could step right into NHL roles. And if you're a Minnesota wild fan, you're kind of counting on Brock Faber to do that yes. maybe about a month from now uh, with the way he's playing. And, and you know, the fact that, that Minnesota went out and traded for his rights over the summer, th- that could be a, a, a neat story too. You know, in the, in, in the fairy tale, you get a national championship and, and then you, you, you know, you sign a contract and go right to the NHL, you know, a la Neil Broughton maybe 40 years ago or something. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, right? Jess Myers joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning from the Rink Live. Uh, Jess, let's talk about the women's hockey team. They are going to, uh, I believe they're going to play for an uh, WCHA title as well. But this week, the finalists for the Patty Kazmaier Trophy came out. And Taylor Heise, nor Taylor Heise or Grace Zumwinkle were in the top three. Uh, Grace Zumwinkle, phenomenal season. I, her statistics are great. I could see why she wasn't. I know Taylor Heisey's won it. But how in the world do you have the leading goal scorer in women's college hockey not in the top three for the Patty Kazmaier Award? Please explain someone, this one to me. Someone, <laughs> someone close to the Gopher program very diplomatically yesterday said to me, you know, nobody has won the uh, the Kazmaier Award in back-to-back years, and only one player has won it twice, and that was a long time ago. So there's kind of this general feeling that, well, Heisey won one already, so maybe we should spread it around. Um, that's nice. That's cute. All that. I, I absolutely disagree. <laughs> I, I, I think Taylor Heisey is uh, clearly uh, one of the top three players in the country. When you look at what she's did, uh, she's done – Coming back for another year, the, the creativity she has, and hey, from a media standpoint, she's a fantastic quote, too, so we all love talking to her you know, yes. after every game. Um, and what's fun about Taylor Heisey is kind of the last two years, you know, she was expecting to be on the U.S. Olympic team last year and was one of the last cuts from that team. Didn't, uh, didn't you know, necessarily have a good tryout, and, and she didn't get to go over to China uh, with the Olympic team. She played all of last year with a real chip on her shoulder, and you could see that, you know, winning the, winning the Kazmaier Award last year. And that's really carried over. I mean, it's kind of an unfinished business thing. The fact that the Gophers came so close to getting to the Frozen Four last year and then, and then fell just short to win that game yesterday to get to the Frozen Four. And also the fact that the Frozen Four is being played in Duluth this year. So there are going to be a lot of Gopher fans uh, making that trip up there next weekend uh, to, to root for this team. And, of course, this is the way hockey just seems to work, right? After all that work you do in the regular season, you get to the Frozen Four. And who do you have to play? One more time with the Badgers. Let's crank yep. it up. You know, the, of course. The, the border battle on the biggest stage. So uh, a familiar foe, and that's going to be some really good hockey next weekend. I'm going to read to you from the Patty Kazmaier website. It says, as established in 98, presented annually to the top women's ice hockey player in Division One. Other selection criteria include outstanding individual team skill, sportsmanship, performance in the clutch, personal character, competitiveness, and love for hockey. It, nowhere does it say you can't win it twice. Okay, I'm done, yeah, Pete. Well, Go ahead. Uh, her, uh, you know, her brothers are all college basketball, or high school and, and college basketball players. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they thought she didn't love hockey enough. 
Maybe, oh maybe that's my theory. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Drives me crazy. Okay, Drives me crazy. I would say she's into it pretty big, but let me ask yeah, you right? a question. Then, Jess. She probably <laughs> loves it a little. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, as far as Wisconsin goes, though, that has been a team that the Gophers have had a little bit of a struggle with. We've, we've lost to them. We've tied with them. We've beat them. But they are a team that seems to have the Gophers at least have uh, in a nervous spot. Do you feel like uh, that's something that is, is correct and it's going to be a heck of a fight? Well, absolutely, but I think this has been kind of a season of of putting demons away for this Gopher team. You know, uh, two weeks ago or, or a week ago, I think it was, WCHA championship game. They're ahead of Ohio State by two goals going into the third period. Everybody says, oh, this is great. People forget that one year earlier they were ahead by two goals with Ohio State going into the third period of that championship game. The Buckeyes came back and won it in overtime. Well, this time the Gophers were able to, to hang on, able to lock it down. They won 3 nothing. So it's like, okay, we got that one out of the way. Then yesterday in the regional final, they play Minnesota Duluth, the same team that upset them a year ago at Ritter Arena in the regional final. They got that demon out of the way. So maybe now it's, you know, the fact that the last time they were in the national championship game, 2019, they lost to Wisconsin. Maybe we'll be able to put that demon to bed as well uh, uh, on Friday in Duluth. Uh, it, it'll be fun to watch. Jess Myers from the Rink Live joining us this morning on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Jess, my favorite time of the year is the high school hockey tournament. I, I just love it. Uh, and I've watched, I think, every single one of them since I got here uh, in 2007. But this year's tournament, to me, stands out. It, it was, I think, one of the best, most competitive and compelling tournaments that we've seen in a long time. Uh, it just it kind of from afar, uh, your, your thoughts on it. And I, I just I thought it was just fantastic. It was just such an entertaining tournament. What is this better than other ones or am I just making too much out of it? You know, it seems like the tournament just builds on itself every year. You know, there used to be this notion that nobody went to the Class A games and, and the AA tournament was the real tournament. Well, the AA games, you're still getting 17,000, 18,000 people in the building, depending on how busy the fire marshal happens to be that particular day. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, yesterday's Class A final, number one, fantastic hockey game. And credit just to Matamidi for finding, finding a way to, to beat Warroad and to slow down Warroad, which literally no one had done all season. Um, and, and the place was packed. You know, they I know they don't open the upper bowl for that, but, you know, great crowds, enthusiastic, the bands, all of that. And, uh, and, and just, you know, a, a, you know, a Cinderella story, if you want to call a wealthy Twin Cities suburb a Cinderella team in, in Matamidi. Uh, but, but again, you know, Warroad had been having this kind of dream season and had survived in overtime to get to the championship game. You know, I, I, we'll see later today, but I think they have a good chance of bringing home Mr. Hockey when they, when they head back uh, up north later today. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what makes the tournament fun. You know, Warroad's coach is a friend of mine. I texted him this morning, and he, he was honest. He said, this hurts. It really hurts, you know, with a, to have a team like this. That not, you know, you're not promised anything. You're not destined for anything. But to come so close to an undefeated season in a state championship and, and lose it in double overtime, I mean, you know, that just makes for great storylines. As, as much as it hurts these kids, they'll look back years from now and say, wow, that was, that was pretty cool. 
It was pretty cool, and I'm a Matamita guy, so uh, I live in that little area. So I'm I'm happy to see those guys come away. But you know, I do feel bad for World. How about that Minnetonka game with Edina, though? I mean, uh, <laughs> now you you probably know the money line and everything. So was I? I assume Edina was probably favored, or no? <laughs> well, Minnetonka beat him twice in the regular season. So you know the 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 adage, the cliche, whatever that it's hard to beat a team three times. That was maybe the best thing Edina had going for him. Uh, you know, my my son, who's a very astute hockey observer. I think he's going to be a pretty good coach one day. He w- he watched both games yesterday, and he said, you talk about two different styles. You know, Warroad with that throw-the-puck-around kind of pond hockey style with all of that individual talent. And then Sean Goldsworthy at Minnetonka with just an absolute lock it down, stay in your lanes, play your system, you know, know your responsibilities kind of game. So uh, you got to see kind of the best of both worlds yesterday, too. But, hey, good for Minnetonka. Again, you know, uh, another plucky underdog, wealthy western suburb. But, you know, whatever. We're, 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 we're happy for the kids, right? My son, my son asked me last week, Dad, Dad, who are we rooting for? I go, I don't know. I, I mean, Edina's Edina. Minnetonka, because we're in the western suburbs too. Minnetonka always seems to, to beat us, and they beat Chanhassen uh, at a double overtime game uh, to go to state. So I'm just looking for a good game. It it the, the amount of especially that two A game. I was watching it last night. I'm so impressed with how much these kids dedicate themselves to the defensive portion of the game. It it just seemed to me, and obviously the kids have gotten bigger over the years. But there literally was, especially in that two-way game, no room to work last night. I, I, I mean, no. when you stepped into the zone, there was very rarely an open look at the net for either team, Jess. Yep, yep. Well, and, and it's funny you talk about Edina. You know, Michigan's former coach, Mel Pearson, who played for Edina East back in the 70s and, and you know, was a great player there. He texted me before the tournament started and said, hey, is anybody going to root for my Hornets? And, you know, I, I told him <laughs> the, the, the joke that we say every year is the state tournament means the northern teams hate the suburban teams, the suburban teams hate the private schools, and everybody hates everybody Edina. Everybody hates right? Edina. <laughs> But, but, but guys, with that said, I got to give a ton of credit to Edina, to not only their high school program, but their youth hockey program. You look at the, the first ring suburbs in the Twin Cities, you know, in, in the 70s and the 80s, all of them had great hockey programs. All of them seemed to be contenders for, for the state tournament every year. You think of Richfield or Bloomington Jefferson or Bloomington Kennedy or schools like that. And a lot of them have kind of fallen by the wayside as families move further and further out and you get, you know, more young players in your system in places like, you know, Chanhassen that we're seeing upcoming now or Andover or, or you know, the, the little further flung suburbs. Mm-hmm. And Edina among the first ring suburbs is the one place that it's really kind of kept it alive and kept it going. They've got a vibrant youth system. They've got a really good high school system, obviously a great high school where a lot of people want to go. So, you know, credit to them for, uh, you know, they, they know everybody hates them. We talked to, we talked to Mason Devers from, uh, from the Gophers, whose brother was on that Edina team. Yep. He said, you know, you, you learn to embrace it. You learn to, you learn to love the booze when you come out on the ice <laughs> you know, yeah. and all of that. So, hey, good for them. They, they know their role. They play the villain, but, uh, but they're a pretty good villain. That's, that's the culture that Kirk, Kirk Giles uh, does over there. And, I mean, you want to talk about a coach who's had – success at the high school level uh, over a, a long period of time. Goodness, I don't know that there's many uh, like Kurt Giles. Hey, Jess, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for chatting with us. Always good to have you on. Thanks, Always Jess. Good to talk hockey. Best time of year.
Thanks, Jess. Appreciate it. That Mr. Hockey Award, by the way, uh, gets announced here later on today. Number of uh, really, really great hockey players uh, in that lineup. We will step aside quick, come back, share some more of your memories of Bud Grant. We've got a couple of them coming to the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. If you want to join in, give us a call or a text, 651-461-9226. We'll be back on the huddle on 830-WCCO. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.